0: i've had a couple of uh danes on before um so i'll uh, i'll just message him and say hey can you can you translate this
1: yeah okay that's perfect
0: it might be a bit of a like two week delay though to have a conversation <laughs> but um yeah, it would work <laughs> um perfect. are you in uh are you in butcher's lab the crossfit box
1: um, I do train some in Butcher's Lab, but I'm also in a smaller box that's in Roskilde. It's called Box Life. So that's probably like my main box. And then I also train in Butcher's Lab.
0: Like, I remember seeing um, Butcher's Lab maybe six years ago. Like, it was, a, it was a decent time ago. And I was like, holy shit, that looks like a really cool box to like, just go throw down in. Just, it seems like it's got a real good vibe um
1: they they definitely do and there's a lot of diversity there there's a lot of different people there also from different parts of the world it's very cool
0: it's uh in Copenhagen right yeah it is yeah yeah that's a cool city that's a really beautiful city
1: yeah there's a lot of people though but
0: (laughs) why how many people
1: I don't even know
0: (laughs) it's like well that's funny though, right? Because it's the same conversation as over here because people say, I'm in Christchurch, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, that's the second, I think the second biggest city in the, in the country and uh, the biggest city in the South Island, right? And people are like, oh, there's yeah. so many people. There's like 300,000 people here, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, hold on a minute. Like I'm comparing things to like London, you know what I mean? Where there's like yeah. 10 million like it's it's, 10
1: million (laughs) yeah
0: there's a lot of people
1: yeah 300,000 isn't a lot compared to 10 million
0: exactly just looking
1: it up there is uh 600,000 in okay
0: literally double the size yeah it's beautiful it's expensive though
1: very expensive yes
0: very expensive
1: (laughs) yeah
0: holy shit it cost me like i don't know 10 pound for a pint
1: yeah it's uh it's crazy in there. The prices—they just and they just keep going up. Really. Mm-hmm.
0: Nah, I um, like I said, I went to went to Denmark a few years ago, maybe one of my three years ago, four years ago, something like that. And I spent mm-hmm. the majority of my time in Foon in the Middle yep. Island. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that was that was awesome. Like it was yeah. pretty much winter. It was snowing everywhere um yeah we fun. have the
1: cold weather here
0: see you you danes hate the cold
1: yes we do but we also like i think danes especially we complain about all types of weather definitely we hate the cold but we don't like it too warm either so <laughs> we can't have anything it's just uh, not great
0: <laughs> it got to it got to, well They're technically in winter still right and it got to 14 degrees at BB about 10 o'clock at morning. And I was dying. 14? Was like, yeah, it was too much. Oh <laughs> honestly, I was dying. Um,
1: yeah,
0: I'm not built. I, I think we should swap, to be honest. Yeah,
1: I, I like the heat. I am not good with the cold. I get like I freeze. Like even in the summer, I sleep with like two quilts. So Jesus. Yeah.
0: What does it get like? in um, summer
1: though? Uh, this summer, I think we had like almost 30, late maybe a couple of 30 degrees. Jeez. Yeah.
0: Still gets but pretty decent. over
1: here when it, yeah, but when it gets warm here, it's like really humid and mm. not a great kind of warm like compared to Spain or something. Mm. So yeah, you can't really be outside when it's that warm because you're just sweating your face off.
0: Spain's like the complete opposite. It's like dry heat in it.
1: Yeah, true.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's nope I can't. Yeah, I can't yeah. do it. <laughs> I want to go like uh, somewhere on the bucket list. Is like the furthest um, north of Norway and like live in a cabin.
1: Oh yeah, that's gonna be cold.
0: That's gonna be really cold.
1: Yeah, or maybe like uh, Greenland.
0: Oh yeah. Nice. Or.
1: Uh, yeah. Doesn't it get really cold in Canada?
0: Yes, it gets fucking freezing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I met some Canadians when uh, I think two years ago now, I was traveling in uh, Thailand by myself and I met some Canadians like on this trip, we were going to go see some elephants and they were like, yeah, sometimes it gets so cold that your nostrils, they just freeze (laughs) when you go outside. I'm not gonna complain about the
0: cold then. (laughs) It just doesn't you you can't comprehend it, can you? You know what I mean? Like we all see the videos of throwing boiling water and it freezes before it hits the ground, but you just can't understand it.
1: Yeah, no. I think the um
0: I think the coldest I've been in is like maybe like minus 18, Mm -hmm. minus 20. But um nothing nothing worse than that.
1: I haven't had that. Like freezing weather
0: here. I was in I was in Slovakia in winter, mm-hmm. and uh, like around um, Christmas New Year time, um, that was that was a very good time. Like you basically okay. drink vodka to keep warm. <laughs> um, so it's like 8am a right, a m. We're going out to get some like milk. Okay, everyone, get the liquid sweaters on. So they're uh-huh. just doing shots. You're like, oh okay. Well, you know, <laughs> when in Rome. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's uh,
1: that's one way to stay warm.
0: It 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 surely worked, I'm telling you. Okay. It's uh <laughs> it did work. Although I got back and fitness was non existent.
1: Well, I could imagine that though. That yeah. that would be pretty hard going back for that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was pretty rough, but good memories. Talking about fitness. Um mm-hmm. How did you get started? Why did you choose fitness?
1: Well, CrossFit. (laughs) CrossFit. Yeah, to be specific. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, um, I used to do soccer, and I had really bad knee injuries. And when I came back from uh, living in the U.S., I had tried a little bit like the really old school CrossFit with the tire flipping and that kind of stuff over there. So I thought, why not try it here in Denmark as well? So I just joined a class and I liked it. So I started doing it more and more. Uh, And then I just, at the end, I stopped playing soccer and I started doing CrossFit. But um, like coming from soccer, it was it's was, it was very different <laughs>
0: yeah yeah you've gone from like a team sport to an indie um
1: well i like to do team competitions as well oh, i nice. don't like the individual as much i think it's because i did soccer before so i like the team spirit and all that but that's also one of the things i like about crossfit is the whole community mm-hmm. so it kind of feels like it's still a team sport and not just you by yourself
0: yeah, they they come for the methodology, right? But they stay for the community. Like that's yeah. that is the the pull factor to stay in once you're once you're already there. That is hundred percent for sure.
1: Yeah, exactly. And also, like, it's probably the last one the on the floor getting the loudest cheers because yeah. everyone is wishing for you to finish. So, I like yeah. that a lot.
0: Yeah, I think that is like coaching wise that is the most beautiful thing you could ever see is like obviously you've dictated it because you're the coach but everyone's getting involved everyone's finished and uh they're pushing either a a man or a woman to finish who's who's the last one and everyone's Mm -hmm. there clapping getting around them you know let's go but like if you just step back and observe that like that is such a beautiful thing to watch
1: exactly i really love that about crossfit
0: Mm. Yeah, they've done a really good job in uh, building the community side and and building it from the ground up, rather than be like, "Hey, this is what we do, fuck everyone else." It's like, no, this is mm-hmm. what we do. Everyone is, everyone is included. We're gonna make exactly. you better at life. Mm-hmm. Um, those those old old CrossFit like documentaries that are maybe like forty five minutes to an hour long, right? And um, where they, like, explain virtuosity and explain, like, movements and all that type of stuff. And that, for me, just completely encapsulates everything that it stands for is, like, yeah, we want someone to be able to, like, air squat in a beautiful manner. And the only thing you can describe it as is beautiful. Exactly. Yeah, it's really cool. It is. So you've gone from um, a team spot as in an athlete, to then team slash individual spot as an athlete. How did you and why did you start coaching?
1: Um, I think the why is because, I mean, I want to share the experience. I want other people to have the experience that I did because uh, I started just like everyone else. I started coming to the classes like once or twice a week and You know, I came to the classes where I like the teachers and all that. And I mean, I want people to have that experience. Um, And I want to be able to, like, teach people all the movements and just become better at something. It doesn't have to be like, you don't have to be the best. You just have to participate. And yeah, that's probably the why I started coaching. Uh, I just, I mean, that's being on the floor, like watching the people keep coming on your classes. It's usually it's like some of the same people coming there. So you'll have the, like my class on Wednesday will be the same people coming to the first class. And of course, some there is going to be some new people there as well. But it's just like every week it's like, how have you been? Um, yeah, I love that that's what makes it fun and enjoyable that you can tell that they like coming there
0: Mm. and you learn you learn about people's lives you know what i mean like
1: you really do and you get to learn like a lot of people there's like i said before there's so much diversity and yeah it's just it's it's crazy it's like the crossfit it touches so many people and like going to fitness, you wouldn't get the same experience because, I mean, you could still train and do whatever you're doing, but you don't really talk to people there. You just stick your headphones in and go about your thing. Mm. Here, you actually speak to each other, you cheer each other on. And yeah, I just, I love the community about it.
0: It's the it's the beauty of, of coaching within a big city, right? Is you get that diversity of people of all different nationalities and then you end up picking up little cultures along the way having not actually gone anywhere and i think that is a really really cool aspect of it
1: yeah exactly yeah and I... also i've taught a little like different places i used to teach at what's uh, used to be called crossfit Copenhagen, mm. uh, and stopped there uh now i'm teaching at the box life in Roskilde, where i train myself um but definitely teaching in a bigger city like Copenhagen, there's so much more diversity and people from like all over the world may join your class and yeah, all kinds of people, like everyone's different, but they all like, they get like, they bring it together and they have this one thing in common.
0: Mm. Yeah. This is why I love conversations, right? Because you can take a dip into someone else's reality and I think that's a really beautiful thing about being able to verbally communicate. However, flipping out on the other side of being able to like physically communicate is you're doing that within a class and you can Mm -hmm. see all the differences, but then you can also see all the similarities, like whether you, you strip it all away. Right. And you just be like, all right, that's a Dane, that's a Brit. That's a someone from (laughs) Uganda. You know what I mean? You're like, all right, great. Like fantastic. But they're all doing a thruster and they're all doing some sort of like whole variation and they're all gonna call it fran you know what i mean and you you kind of you you look at it and you're like wow this is fucking cool because everyone's come in with whatever baggage they're walking around with you know we've all got baggage which is which is great everyone has it exactly but everyone's dumped it at the door at the shutter Mm -hmm. door and walked straight in gave the coach a high five and be like right what we doing?"
1: yeah
0: i think that's so cool me too yeah i think that's so cool what's what's the um one movement that fires you up the most when someone like pr's whether it's uh uh, kilos on the bar whether it is they've first done a movement that they've never done before what fires you up the most
1: um actually it's um i don't really have a specific movement it just it depends on the person like just yesterday, actually, there was uh, one lady, uh, she's been coming uh, to my classes. And every time afterwards, she would run around the block to see if she could go all the way because she's um, a little bit overweight. So she at first she couldn't. And then yesterday she came at me after the class. She was like, today I did the second time I ran all the way around and she was so happy. And that's just, I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just that they're happy and proud of themselves.
0: That's absolutely awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, it can be running. It can be a PR clean and jerk and you really struggle it up and it can be, it can be anything. it can be the first, a strict pull up. I mean, I don't really care what it is. It's just seeing like, the the smile on her face and like the, the like you can tell that they're proud it's that's great
0: mm, mm, totally like seeing people light up for doing exactly. something that they once thought was impossible right yeah you, ter- you can't turn around and be like all right listen you're gonna you're gonna do a strip pull-up or you're gonna run around the block or you're gonna jump on a box or you're gonna walk on your hands or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it is and they'll be like nah 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 i'm not <laughs> like you're having a laugh mate that. yeah that's not <laughs> happening and then he's like okay cool no problem write that down and then you're gonna you know keep coming to the class keep doing your thing keep coaching keep training and all that and the next thing you know they do it and you just see them light up you're like oh exactly. my god
1: their faces it's just amazing yeah like, and you just know like you can yeah oh. you no, no, can also on. kind of just like feel their happiness you know mm. And the joy that they're feeling, is just, yeah, I, I that's the best.
0: Mm. You also know that that's going to be the catalyst to so much more. Like, that's the mm-hmm. first thing, and the first thing's the hardest. And now it's just going to spiral into so, so much more.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, they just hit the first milestone, and now they're just going to keep moving. Mm. It's great.
0: Mm. For me, it's uh the box jump
1: the box jump yeah uh from like hitting the shins or
0: no for some someone first jumping onto a box Uh, like okay watching that like is Mm -hmm. absolutely electric
1: yeah because they don't think they can but they they can
0: yeah and for a lot of people it's really psychologically taxing right especially Mm -hmm. um just from experience and observing not being sexist or ageist here, it's usually older women will look at it and be like, no way, not a fucking chance. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, cool. And it could take a year and a half. It doesn't matter how long it takes. And the next thing, you know, they jump on that goddamn box and you're like, holy shit, that was cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We go ring the PR bell, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And everyone's like, what happened?
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. it's usually just me in the corner throwing things because I get so excited. (laughs) Yeah, I I got bad for that. I'd walk around with, like, PVC pipes and just, like, start smacking rings because I'd get so excited. (laughs) Honestly, I'm passionate. I'm I'm northern, you see.
1: Yeah. Well, Well,
0: oops. (laughs) You know, you want to see your people succeed and you will do anything and everything for your people, you know? And everyone who walks through those shutter doors, and gives you their time and energy is is going to be underneath that umbrella as your people and you would, you would lay down whatever you need to lay down for them and seeing them succeed, fuck, like I'm going to show a little bit of passion in the meantime.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, on the flip side, it's like you're there for the whole process. I mean, I've been there, people going outside, having a breakdown, and that's also like, I mean, I actually enjoy both. I enjoy both the breakdowns and the, the victories because it's just a part of a huge process. And I mean, if you train yourself, you know, that that's just what happens and it's just a part of it. But I mean, I like being there for both.
0: I'm i so glad you said that. Um, That's beautiful because in my eyes, that's a way that dis- um, differentiates between being a trainer and being a coach like anyone can stand in front of the board and be like, all right, team, this is what you're going to do today. Um, You're going to move pretty good. And then you're going to get a high five from me. I'm going to write the score on the whiteboard and you're going to leave and have a good day, you know, and that could still be the best hour of that day. And that could be great. But is that maximizing their life? Then probably not being there for, you know, good times and the bad and the breakdowns and the PRs is exactly what is, what is asked for you. I think it's, one of the hardest jobs out there simply because you've got to be able to be everything and you've got to be able to assess that non-verbally you know what I mean so if Mm -hmm. I walk into the gym and feel great you're not going to know that until I tell you so you have to physically assess and be like all right how is he like carrying himself has he said anything yet is he acting out of character has he communicated with anyone or has he just walked past them and then you've got to like act on the fly and it's it it's a difficult process but Mm. at the same time that's that's coaching right
1: yeah true and also because there's so many different people I mean you're also gonna it's going to be very different, like, what people expect from you. Like, are are they going to be someone who really wants to, like, mess around a bit and have a bit of fun? Or is it going to be someone really technical? They really want you to correct them if they're doing something uh, technical and they want to be better at it? Or is it going to be someone who's, like, he's just there or she is just there for the exercise? They don't really want to get corrected. They just want to be there. I mean it's you have to be able to meet the person halfway even though I mean they might not want a big uh, welcome or anything like that they might just be there for the exercise as well so you have to be able to do everything
0: Mm -hmm. yeah you got to be accommodating for every type of person right and it's it's uh that might change day to day you know You, you might have one lady or lad that comes in is a super bubbly individual and wants to be hugged as soon as they come in you know what I mean and then Mm -hmm. if they walk in a little bit off that day sometimes they're not gonna want that hug and it's really hard but it's really uh it's really important that you're able to assess that and be like okay cool I'm gonna I'm gonna give them this type of coaching today because this is what they need um, it's like the art of it, uh, auto-regulating, right? It's just being able to assess on the fly and being like, okay, cool. What do we need now? So then we can become better tomorrow. Not what do we need in the grand scheme of things? Because at the end of the day, like they've come into the gym with whatever mindset, with whatever baggage, like we said, with whatever n- niggling little injury or anything that uh, stresses or anything. It's like, no, no, no. What do they need right now? It's yeah. like, is that, like the absolute dictator at the front or was just be like, fuck this, you're going to do this, this and this and I don't care what you say. Or is it going to be like, hey, just move today. All right. Yeah. Just go do whatever you want to do.
1: Mm-hmm. And um,
0: exactly. it's hard. And I think that just comes with like getting on the dance floor and figuring it out and not being afraid to take some shit classes. Like, unfortunately, that's going to happen. That's the process. Like not everyone gets 100% in an exam every time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, that doesn't make any sense if you would if you're able to do that you 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 know you're in the wrong room if you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room and um yeah just not being afraid to fuck up a class however yeah. you have to be able to take the responsibility on your yeah. own two shoulders and go back and be like how did i fuck that up and how can i make it better next time
1: exactly yeah, you have to be able to learn from your mistakes and improve, mm. so that you don't do it do it again.
0: Hundred percent. How do you how do you do that as an individual coach? This is completely personal, though, right? But how do you do that?
1: Well, I mean, I like to t- talk to the other coaches as well, because mm. I mean, sometimes it's hard to just you know figure it out yourself. So I like to just talk to the other ones see what they're doing and just asking them like, okay, so I had this class, I did this and this, and there was something off and I don't, I didn't know how to fix it. How, how would you have gone about it? So I like to just, yeah. Talk to the others about it. I have some that I really trust and that I know that I can open up to as well.
0: Yeah. Building up to
1: you. Yeah. Having like the, the colleagues and a team that you can talk to about it. 100%.
0: Like that That team, like the gym should be based around the coaches, in my opinion, because the coaches base themselves around the members and the members make the gym Mm run, you know, so it's a a cycle. Like it's the whole thing of um, uh, if you take it out of a gym and just kind of look at the business, you should look after your employees first because they look after the customers. Um, And if you look after the customers and leave your employees, they'll fucking leave. And then you don't have a business, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah, that's true. So yeah, it's really important to build that that camaraderie as a team. And I've definitely been in some places where that's been incredible. And then I've been in some places where um not so much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, you you live and learn. Like we said, you learn learn from those mistakes, whether it's on my part or whether it's on someone else's part, it's still a mistake and it's still a lesson you can you can take from it.
1: Exactly.
0: How many uh how many gyms have you coached at?
1: Oh, uh, it will be my second now. Oh nice. As as I was uh talking about, yeah. Having the classes.
0: Oh nice. Nice and uh nice and fresh. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Back in the day. Yeah, that, that just gives me deja vu. That's real that's real nice because you can't really use the excuse of forgetting people's names because there's so many faces.
1: I'm so bad with names <laughs> and I know as a coach that if you can say their name it will make their experience a little bit better probably right I'm just I'm just so bad at it I mean I I just can't remember and I'm too scared of saying the wrong name I'm like I'm not even gonna try <laughs> But if there isn't a lot of people on like, like in the class I will ask them like that day so I can say it a lot because if I I find that if I repeat myself then I will remember it better but there's there's so many members I mean oh my god
0: like legitimately I've called someone the wrong name for about 3 months
1: <laughs> and they didn't say anything
0: no <laughs> like it <laughs> I have have the the worst memory going, right? So I'm like, oh, like, for example, I can't remember what it is, ironically, but Dave, oh, Dave, blah, blah, blah. And they just answered it, you know what I mean? And the next thing you know, it's, oh, Alex, just letting you know, like, it's not Dave, it's, like, Tommy. I'm like, well, why didn't you fucking tell me this the first time? (laughs) Oh, well, you know, you were kind of in the flow of things. I didn't want to stop you. I was like, it's been, like, three months. (laughs) Like, that's you, a
1: long time getting called the wrong name.
0: I know. And that's, you can't break the cycle, like, can you? Because it's been three months. It's like, well, you're going to have to change your name, mate. It's going yeah. to <laughs> it's gonna have to be Dave.
1: It's going to have to be Dave from now.
0: Unfortunately, I'm just like, going
1: to call you Dave because.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 It doesn't matter who it is, whether it's um the elderly, whether it's kids or whatever, every time, the first time, like, hey, Tim. I'm, I don't mean this to insult you, but I got the worst memory going. Probably going to forget your name. It's nothing personal. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, when we were teaching and uh, our the lockdown we had here, we had to check every member in, like, manually. So mm. I had to call their name out. I could see who it was, and then I would check them in. So it was a huge advantage because, I mean, I would know who it was standing in front of me. But now going back to the gym... We they just check themselves in. So I have no clue who, who's even coming on the team. So yeah, that was better than when I had to do it manually because I actually had a shot at getting to know the names. Mm. But yeah, now I'm back. That's I once great.
0: um I once worked with a coach that used to give everyone a nickname. Like would never um call people their, their actual name, would always just be like, you know, change their name to like leggings. You know something just completely different. You know what I mean? Oh, it's just a lady that always comes in leggings. So I just call her leggings, and I'm like, everyone comes in leggings. (laughs) You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like that's not gonna work. I said, no, no, it works. (laughs) It works. Okay. All right. You know. So there's
1: gonna be one with like glasses, but what about all the other guys wearing glasses? I I don't. I couldn't do that.
0: Listen, the the north is a very special place. And I also, agree. like I don't know, like a lot of a lot of the time, the um, nicknames are slightly offensive,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that's the humor. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So it's 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 really hard to get out of that mindset because back home it would be that's it's considered funny, and mm-hmm. everyone's getting a better experience because we're ripping into each other. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I ended up moving to the south of England um and continued on you know what i mean because i'm like this is the way things are (laughs) and people take it a little bit too seriously and i'm like oh okay um maybe not use that joke anymore
1: yeah because like in today's society you can't say anything without offending anyone so it's like even saying glasses i mean someone someone could get offended by that
0: yeah it's it's weird it's really weird like but I, I always think about it as one of my, I had fucking loads of nicknames back in the day, and one of them was Milky Bar Kid.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Right. <laughs> like Why? <legit. laughs> well, I'm, but I'm as blonde as you. Right?
1: Yeah?
0: And as pale as the wall behind you. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm like mm-hmm. the, the, the kid off the Milky Bar like that. Um So they just, just called me Milky Bar Kid, and I'm like, well, cool. You know, that's the way it is. I, <laughs> I blend in with an A4 piece of paper, and my hair is basically golden yellow. I'm like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. And um, you know, you kind of just go from that mentality, and yeah, now you can't. Glasses. I'm like, well, are they wearing glasses? Yeah. And then yes, so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, you've got to be dead careful. Um,
1: yeah, really.
0: Again, that goes back to assessing. Um, who's in your class, assessing the whole vibe of the room day to day. And then also assessing like the person you are too, right? Because you can't really like, um, if you're not, like, for example, if you're not one of the, the strict coaches that is a super like drill sergeant, then putting that on will come across really fake. And it's like probably just like a let your personality shine through. And that's, that's the advice I give to, to every coach. Um, it's like, listen, there's going to be some foundations that that you need. Right. We have we all need some knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some different tools we can put in our toolbox uh, in terms of like coaching skills. But just be you man. like fucking let your personality shine through because people mm-hmm. will love that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Go do you because I mean, that's why people keep coming on your class to your classes and not the other coaches classes. That's because they actually like you. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, I agree
0: very much yeah you invest in in the people um mm-hmm. and get to know them in their lives but they also invest in you right and it, it it swings both ways and it's 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 a beautiful thing especially when you like to take a step back and leave and you yeah, still get exactly. messages from people you're like oh my god this is crazy like yeah I was just on your ass trying to get you a handstand push-up for about two years <laughs> and you have messaging me seeing how I'm doing you know
1: yeah. Also, like they can hate you doing the class, but afterwards they're gonna be like, oh no, it was good.
0: <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, yeah. oh, that's that's broken a memory. I tell you what, like if you ever go in like a gym social, you know, to like a bar or or, mm-hmm. or a pub or some shit, the members love buying the coaches' drinks.
1: I have to remember that.
0: <laughs> like they love it. Yeah. God damn, yeah. I've had so many nights, but it's like, oh, would you want to drink? I was like, no, 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 it's okay. Like, you don't have to. Like, you know, I kick your ass week in, week out. Like, you don't have to buy me drinks. It was like, no, fuck off. Blah, blah, blah. I'm all <laughs> right, yeah, fine, free, free alcohol, yeah. I guess. They're True. like, oh, what do you want to drink? Anything but sambuca, okay? Anything <laughs> but I will drink anything. Do not give me sambuca. They're like, okay, brings it back. What's this sambuca? <laughs>
1: Well, that's kind of fair, right?
0: It's <laughs> like, okay, this is the way the night's gonna go,
1: yeah. Well, I um going back to the like, you get to know people really well, like during your classes, I'm gonna have to have um switch up my classes so instead of doing every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday morning, I'm gonna have to do Wednesday morning because my study is gonna start back up and um. I kind of feel because you invest so much, I kind of feel bad like I'm leaving them because I'm like, well, they don't usually they will come like they will attend the same classes throughout the week. So the ones that I have on my classes are not going to come Wednesday morning because they do the other like the afternoon classes. And i kind of feel bad for leaving because I'm like, oh, I'm not going to see them. I'm not going to have them on my classes. It's going to I mean, I'm going to have some other members, of course, on my classes. But it's still like you get that bond between the, the members.
0: Yeah, that's that's totally right. Like it's there's part of you that thinks you're, you're kind of letting them down, you know, yeah. um, but at the same time. You're just getting the opportunity to to help more people and see more faces within the same community. And if they really, really, really wanted to just come to your class, then they will change.
1: Yeah, they, they're not gonna wake up that early. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How early is the morning class?
1: Uh six thirty.
0: Oh, that's not early. they will be okay.
1: I Well, I used to come to the morning classes, actually, when I started out. And I have no clue how I did it because I cannot work out that early anymore.
0: Yeah, it's funny, right? Like the the people that work out in the morning are are different breeds, different breeds of animals. They are absolutely nuts. Like hell could freeze over and they would make it to the gym.
1: (laughs) still make it
0: yeah. at 6 30 in the morning you're like what are you doing
1: but some people are even going at like five and I'm yeah. like how how are you waking up before five eating something getting a coffee and going <laughs> to the gym and getting your heart rate up I mean if I just do one burpee, my heart rate is through the roof at that hour yeah so I I, I really don't get it I yeah can i can't
0: it. i can't train in the morning like that early in the morning
1: yeah i can't either and like eight that's uh, i could do eight but i don't want to do it earlier
0: mm. Mm. although saying that um me and one of the other coaches who's actually my flatmate and a good mate of mine were doing another charity event mm-hmm. right? um which would mean we're gonna have to work out all hours of the day yeah um, yeah.
1: But you're not going to start early right You're going to start like the afternoon or
0: uh, We're going to start at like 8 o'clock In the morning Yeah And go to 8 o'clock the next day Yeah
1: I'm not sure I would sign up for that
0: um, No
1: That's... I wouldn't say it was That's... a wise decision Sounds kind of stupid
0: Yeah I mean yeah that's true.
1: And you're gonna be wrecked afterwards. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know you haven't I mean,
1: slept, you haven't eaten enough. I mean, it's just well, it's basically CrossFit. It's stupid.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. It's <laughs> it's a dumb idea. Don't do it. You know what I mean? Everyone looks in. That's a really I don't like that workout. It's a dumb idea. I'm not gonna do it. When are we doing it? Yeah. You know what <laughs> exactly. I mean? It's like, nope, no way. There's no I'm way not
1: on it five okay, minutes later <laughs> okay okay true. that's true
0: yeah it's um no we did um we did another one in april which we did 48 hours on the assault bike and we changed every 30 minutes
1: did you yeah. wear biker shorts
0: no like that was a <laughs> that was a that was Ouch. a bit of a fuck up <laughs> um yeah we had to you know swimming floats you know like kickboards uh-huh we had to get one of them and put it underneath your <laughs> <in a> seat. <laughs> oh
1: that's good oh. Um,
0: yeah it got it got pretty real um, and then we just pulled the couch up next to the bike and just tried to lie down but, <laughs> but
1: 30 minutes you couldn't even like get a nap in 30 minutes
0: no like we ended up um, staying awake for something daft like 68 hours yeah, it was, it was silly. Like that was, that was not a wise decision. Um, but again, it was for charity, you know, like you do.
1: <laughs> okay. Well then it's okay.
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. We're going we're gonna to say that. Yeah. Um, that's
1: kind of weird how charity makes it all fine. Like yeah. it was for charity. Oh, okay. Well that's, <laughs> if you have done that 48 hours with no risk, 30 minute swaps, like, just for fun, people would have been like, what? Yeah. But because of the charity, it's like, oh, okay.
0: Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. They're just normal, mentally sane people. It's like, no, um, no, no.
1: It's still crazy.
0: It's still two days of my life, man. You know? Yeah. like
1: sitting yeah, on a bike.
0: Real weird. Like, we started yeah. Friday night, off Friday evening, sorry. I'm finished Sunday evening. Like, it was... So fucking weird because we just saw like the light come up and then go down, light come up, come down. And we're like, we didn't really step foot outside. It was weird. And the second night, <laughs> the second night got got really weird. Like,
1: but were there like a lot of people there or
0: um during the night time? One of our mates um, came in to just keep an eye it on us. It was
1: just the two of you?
0: Yeah, and then one more person just to uh, observe. Yeah, it was like well, a even like
1: that's just stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Did really... you get
1: your your? It was it your idea?
0: Um, that one was not my idea. No. <laughs> uh the next but one is still... my idea.
1: Okay, so you're doing it and raise like raising money for charity, or
0: yeah. So we raised um, like just shy of like a thousand dollars for um, uh, the mental health foundation in New Zealand. Um, and then the next well, that's one, that's good,
1: but it's still stupid.
0: Oh, it's like I, I I wouldn't recommend it. You know, if I if I had a thousand dollars, I would give the thousand dollars and not <laughs> not spend two days on a bike. Yeah, hundred percent um but the next one will be um 11th of November
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and it's 24 hours of Murph
1: that's just why
0: um so the 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 biggest story so you have
1: is... to keep going like you do yep. the the one mile and then you do the 100 200 300 one mile and then you just keep going
0: and you do a mile again and yeah
1: yeah, it's just but no breaks
0: um i mean all. you can break if you want but the 24 hours is is keeping going you know
1: that's even that's even worse than the two two days
0: because yeah, at least so. you
1: get a break at least you have time to get food yeah that's one of the other things that people forget about like Also, when they start doing CrossFit, they're like, um, oh, I'm just going to go to classes every day. Maybe I'm going to train twice a day and I'm not going to eat anything. You have to. You have to Mm. fuel.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's going to have to be like liquid calories. We're basically going to have to drink smoothies and all that, protein shakes and all that. And water them with like peanut butter and bananas and oats and stuff. Yeah, it's going to be... It's gonna be silly. There's a there's a story behind that idea though. Um, okay. Like a few yeah. years ago, um, I was living in a flat, very fit flat. Like there was three of us that were competing was in crossfit it, the at the fat, time.
1: The flat was fit, or just the people there?
0: <laughs> no, no, just just the just the flat. You know what I mean? The <laughs> the people weren't fit. Just okay, the flat. Perfect. <laughs> um, no, all three of us were competing in crossfit at the time, right? Um, uh huh. And there, I was definitely in the right room because I was definitely the least fit in that room. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, cool. This is, this is good to train with anyway. Um, they turn around and be like, Hmm. And they challenged me basically. Cause I turned around and I was like, I, I feel like I could do double Murph in under two hours. <laughs> you know, as, as I do, I think I'm, I think I'm drinking whiskey at the time sat on a couch you know what I mean? As you do come up with some fucking dumb ideas. And I'm like, I feel like I could do double Murph in uh, in under two hours. And both of them, at the same time, said it's impossible. Like, it's impossible. You can't do that. I was like, no, no, no. I feel like I can run two miles. I can do 200, 400, 600 to run two miles with a weight vest in under two hours. And they were like, no, you're not doing it. I was like, give me a bet. And they bet me a pint of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs>
1: So you did all of that for Ben and Jerry's?
0: Yeah. So a week later, I did it. Yeah.
1: Did you comp- Did you do it under two hours?
0: Yeah, I got like one fifty six.
1: Oh, that's lucky. That's almost luck. More luck than, oh my. Nah, God.
0: Nah, I was fine. <laughs> you so were
1: four minutes out. So oh my God,
0: I spent and three years. And you only at-
1: like a peanut butter like.
0: It was a good you know, ben, like and a ben and
1: Jerry's. Though.
0: It was a good Ben and Jerry's. It was free. You know what I mean? It tasted even better.
1: <laughs> but not worth it.
0: I d- I don't totally think I'd do not do it. Again. it. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd do it again. But at the time, you know, it was worth mm-hmm. it. And I'm going to save that Ben & Jerry's for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? I was like, that's the best Ben & Jerry's <laughs> I got. I got it for free. I did a lot of work to get it.
1: I will, yeah. But, um, Two hours of work for one Ben & Jerry's.
0: Yes, well, you probably need to work for two hours to burn the one Ben and Jerry's. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah, but still, I would rather just eat the Ben and, and not yeah, work. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, But the next year, right, I knew it was going to be my last year at the gym because I was going to either move home or I was going to move countries or I ended up obviously over here. Um, And I was like, all right, well, fuck. What do I do like for Memorial Day, right? Because... I did double last year and I can't necessarily just go back and just do Murph with, with the class. I'd just be like a dumb idea. So on the Sunday night, I came up with the whole idea of, uh, I'll do the trifecta. So I'll do three miles, 300, 600, 900, three miles. Right. I was like, ah, yeah, sure. Um, and the next morning I just woke up and was like, I just made a little post on, um, the the like the the members page it was just like hey team like you know good luck to everyone who's doing one for the first time um whether it's partitioned whether it's you know push ups on a med ball or ring rows or whatever good luck uh crush it and to show like you know we're all in this together type stuff and we're just gonna go do the trifecta I was like see ya see you shortly um and got it like exactly on three hours. So after that, I was like, "Well,
1: are you done doing Murph now? Are gonna you're gonna do it four times?"
0: Well, after this twenty four hours, I don't think I'll ever do it again. Oh. I've not sat. So on... So you
1: have to do no, because you're not gonna do it the same way, right?
0: Yeah, it'll be it'll be do a round and then start the yeah. next round rather than like four hundred pull ups and yeah. It's not, That's it's not, stupid. it's not clever.
1: No, really not. No. Did you not get any injuries?
0: Um, what, doing the triple?
1: Yeah. No, right, I had, afterwards?
0: Um, no, I had, um, a, just a little bit of a, uh, a weird mm-hmm. shoulder before. And I was like, ah, it'll be all right. And I think I got <laughs> to like 260. Um, and it started like getting a bit weird. Um, but I only had 40 more pull-ups, so I just grit my teeth and did it. Um, but fine. nah, nothing, nothing new. Like I don't think I ripped. Um, well, that's good. My knees felt fine. Uh, well, actually,
1: fine. now that we're talking about Murph, you've done it like for me because I've never done Murph. What? Yeah, I've never done it.
0: <laughs> How did you manage that? <laughs>
1: Well, I think I've always had like an injury every time it came up. So I was like, "Mm, can't do it. Sorry.
0: Oh, Right. You're going to (laughs) have to live stream a round of Murph on the same day that we're doing the 24. Yep. No. (laughs) Yeah. No,
1: No, because of the time difference. Well, it's 24 hours. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it will help. Yeah, I've never
1: done. I, well, I did promise that I would do it next year.
0: Next year? Why not this year?
1: Because I, you have to do it on the on the day. Well, I we want to on... do it with people. I don't want to do it by myself.
0: Yeah, doing it by yourself. That's... And I
1: also, I want to do it correctly. Like, But people are saying that you don't have to do like 100, 200, 300. You can just do whatever you want.
0: Yeah, you can do the partition version, which is a little bit quicker, um, which is 20, 30, 40, five rounds. Isn't
1: it 10, 20,
0: 30? Oh, and then it's maybe 10 rounds. Yeah, I wow. thought it was five rounds of 20, 30, 40. Oh. No, that wouldn't make sense, would it?
1: Mm.
0: No, you're probably right. Yeah. See, this is why you're at university, not me.
1: <laughs> well, I, I'm good with numbers. I study math, so.
0: Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. No, I struggled at uh, um, the uh, test at 16 in maths.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, not my forte. Hence why I coach.
1: I do both. Well, we can't all do Show everything, off. right? <laughs>
0: No, we're, we can't all is, do everything. Words is my thing. Um, no. I'm a, yeah, I'm a writer. I prefer mm-hmm. to do that rather than, rather than anything else.
1: Well, you do that then. <laughs> I'll t- I'll do the numbers. <laughs>
0: okay, perfect. All right, so you're gonna go do Murph right now.
1: No. No.
0: How's training Never. going right now?
1: Uh, pretty good, I would say. Um, it's getting challenging. I mean, I used to maybe like free ride a little bit on the things I was good at and then just working on the things I wasn't so good at. But now it's it's definitely challenging on, on all parts, I guess. Um, so, I mean, it's going good. It's definitely progress and... Hopefully, at some point, I will compete, but we'll see.
0: Oh, can't wait to see it. That'll be um be really cool to see the hard work paying off, you know, and getting on the getting on the competition floor and throwing it down. It's always uh it's always an experience.
1: Um, exactly.
0: Yeah, those those pre-wad nerves you can't really replicate. it.
1: No, and I'm actually I I'm doing um. The No Shortcut Programming by, do you know, André Houdet, the Danish guy at the CrossFit Games?
0: I don't think I do, actually, no.
1: Uh, He was a rookie this year, did really well. I think he got in 15th. Wow. First year, yeah, so that was perfect. But I'm doing his program, and then hopefully I'm going to go and be a part of the competition team at Butcher's Lab again. So crossing my fingers that I will do that. Master then, maybe if Corona will let us, we're gonna compete.
0: Yeah, um, it's kind of thrown the throw the toys out the pram for everyone, right? Like traveling exactly. is a bit of a of a weird thing. Um yeah. we'll see what the world does whether it stops shitting itself.
1: Yeah, but there's a actually the first big uh, competition this weekend is coming up in uh, CrossFit here in Denmark. It's called uh butcher's classics mm. uh it's a team competition but you have to be uh male male and female female and uh yeah this weekend it's coming up it's a three-day competition
0: wow big big comp
1: yeah they're doing it in uh like a big arena kind of so it's gonna be exciting
0: that's cool that's really cool yeah, yeah going uh a- gonna spectate now for me is uh is definitely my favorite rather than getting on the floor like
1: but I I feel like when you're there and the whole like you get so hyped up you're like I want to be on the floor
0: yes (laughs) I know (laughs) know. and (laughs) though yes you do um but like give me a Bible and I'll I'll be happy but everything else like I, I don't know man like I've you know, I've done the whole like two days and and training to go compete and then competing and all that type of stuff. And I know I will not give the training the dedication it needs to. Um, and I would rather put that energy into other people and 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 coach them because um, I know it t- it takes a lot of my like mental focus away um, for me personally anyway. Um, and I would just much prefer to be a weightlifter because I get to snatch yeah. a clean and squat.
1: Oh no. I only want to do the snatch part. I don't want to clean jerk. I want to, I do want to jerk, but I don't want to do the clean. So I have weak legs. But actually that was one thing I was talking to my friend about the other day. Like, cause you get so consumed of training and you get into this whole thing, like I have to do this session then and I have to do another session there. And I can't go out cause I have to go train tomorrow and you can't do all these fun things. And we're talking about just like, I mean, it's not like we're pro athletes. So, and like you shouldn't let the training define you. It should, like it is a huge part of my life, but I don't want it to define me. Mm-hmm. It's not my identity. It's just a part of who I am.
0: Yeah, it's um it's a hard one to juggle, right? It's a really hard one to manage, um, especially if you have aspirations. Um, especially in a spot like CrossFit, which has got so many different domains. Like you've got to be good at everything. And to be mm-hmm. good at everything, you need to spend a lot of time in it. And to spend a lot of time in everything means you have no time for anything else. Um, and like if you're willing to do that, great. Um I think you can compete at a pretty decent level by not doing that. Um, But again, it's, like, how you want to live your life. Like, figure out how you want to do that and don't expect anyone else to play by those same rules.
1: Yeah. It's also, like, I think some people get so consumed of it and also, like, the whole aspect of health that they forget to take care of themselves. Yeah. Because it's, like, I have to go train, I have to do this, and also I I have to do my cardio I have to do the strength I have to eat this way and I have to I can't drink and I can't do this and I mean it's so restrictive and I don't know I just feel like I think I did that at first as well because especially I don't know if it's like that for men but as a female you get so caught up in that I have to look a certain way as well even though CrossFit isn't the aesthetics, it's still like I want to be as buff as the other ladies, right? Um, And to be able to get there, you just, you you can't go get ice cream and you can't do all these fun things. I mean, yes, if you had the genetics, but I mean, I don't. And I want to eat ice cream every night, pretty much. (laughs) But I mean, it's just like you get so consumed that you forget to just, like breathe and take care of your mental well-being as well because you just you can't just go 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 all the time yeah you have to you have to recover not just your body but also your your brain
0: oh like if you're not um like mentally healthy then you're not healthy period and if you're not physically Mm -hmm. healthy then you're not healthy period it's like the synergy between the two
1: Exactly. I think a lot of people that are training that much at that level, not even because they want to compete, but just because they train that much is because they are struggling mentally with some problems. 100%. Yeah.
0: 100%. I can, yeah, I can 100% relate to that. Like I played sport growing up uh, like yourself, but I played uh, rugby and before that I was a swimmer. Um, mm-hmm. And then I would obviously train outside of outside of those sessions, and I did that because of whatever was going on upstairs and situations mm-hmm. I was in um, to try and use sport as a as a leverage to to better me, my life, and me me mother's life, um, which is you know you're dealing with whatever's going on between your ears, and you're using that through sport, and that just mm-hmm. inevitably rolled over to um to the old crossfit scene you know and then again you're using that and it's a it's a weird one right because in a way it's constructive because you could be doing other things like you know drinking all the time eating partying all the time drugs yeah it's not the
1: worst case scenario
0: yes exactly so in that sense it's good what are the other sense like i always think of it as like um if you're solely dependent on one thing and that thing gets taken away from you, which life usually does, mm-hmm. what's left. Like, you're probably just going to fall over and, and die, right? Like, you, you've got to be able to figure this out. Um, hence why I started getting into the whole, like, writing thing and then sitting down and actually processing things mentally rather than always having mm-hmm. to process it physically. Um, but, yeah, that's a really important and uh, beautiful little point of people that train all the time. If you're a coach and you look at them and you're like, fucking hell, they're spending like six hours in the gym every day. And I'm like, are they a professional athlete? Most of the time, the answer is going to be no. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Probably go get a coffee and a conversation with, with this person and figure out what's going on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think most people, like a lot of people, especially coming into CrossFit, they they tend to do that at the beginning because it just it, it takes – it just takes over because there's, like you said, there's so many aspects that you can improve in and you want to train all the time because you want to get better. And yeah, you just forget all the other stuff instead.
0: I agree. I agree. I, I won't take any more, many, any more of your time because I know I will talk forever. So I just want to say oh, thank you okay. very much.
1: <laughs> well, thank you as well.
0: No, always like, um and if you are ever in in this part of the world, like in the bottom right hand corner, give me a shout and we'll go um, throw it down and grab a coffee.
1: Well, I definitely will be at some point because I'm gonna go there. That's a that's a goal.
0: Do it, hundred yeah. percent. Just get on a plane, figure it out.
1: Yeah, just need to get my study get done studying first, and then I'll probably. I have a little idea. I'm just going to drop everything and go, but don't tell anyone because I haven't.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know any of your people, right? So who am I going to tell?
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: exactly. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, too. All right. Have a great day. You, too. See you later.